Hello, it's time for a podcast <clears throat> to remember the moments because moments are what makes life count. Really, I think that <clears throat> it's not the wealth, you know, it's not the money, let's say. You know, we all think about abundance, wealth as in money or like a title at work and, um, you know, career, whatever. Sure, you know, all these things are nice, but what do you do with the money? You know, what do you do with all that that you have, that you possess? Your kids, your house, your money. Do you enjoy it? Do you enjoy the time? That is the question. Because we live certain years in our life, you know, in this mortal body, in this physical body. And um, we can be chasing after money and chasing after stuff all our lives. And then one fine day we get sick. We die. It's over. You know? We, 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 we had, sure, we had a lot of cash. We had lots, but we didn't have the health. Or we didn't have someone we loved to share it with. Or perhaps we did, but we didn't see them. We didn't recognize them. We just let them go. We took them for granted. And so we live like a ghost in our own shadows. So <clears throat> a friend of mine asked, hey, what do you think about abundance? Right. What's your perspective? And so I immediately thought about two things. I thought about time and energy as abundance. Time means... You know, finding the time to do what you love, right? It, it, it doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out time, like going for vacation or something. It's just taking the time to take a pause to watch a butterfly. You know, taking the time to go for a walk in the park and you see fireflies. Let life surprise you. Because you take a time, you hit the pause button, and you just chillax. And when you chillax, you drop all those expectations, and that's when life happens to you. Now that's when beautiful things happen. Because you're not driving it. You're not at the driver's seat controlling everything. You just drop the controls, and you just freestyle. So... I see that we have lots of potential, you know, lots of precious moments where we can take the time to bond with people. And especially, I don't know if you have kids or not, but while they're young, you know, spending time with them is so precious. This, just watching them. This weekend, it was so amazing. My daughter was in a complete foul mood because she didn't want to go walking in the woods and we dragged her out. So she was extremely upset about it. And and her dad was, you know, typical, throwing lots of accusations at her. It's like, why are you spoiling this moment? You're being so ungrateful because all the stuff that I bought. It's all true. It's all true. You know, it's like, I bought you special breakfast and you cannot say thank you and instead now you're giving me this treatment. He's pulling off the, you know, the guilt card 
that's not good. You know, he should just say, hey, I'm kind of like disappointed that you're not wanting to spend time with us. But that's it. It doesn't have to like pull out the guilt card because that made the teenager a lot more vexed. So I try to remind myself to keep my mouth shut and stay out of it. So I stayed out of it. Then at the park, my son, Jules, totally surprised me. He, um, he's normally being bullied by his sister. You know, his sister is like five years older than him, so she's got nothing to do with these two young boys. But Jules decided to go walk with her, hold her hand, and walk silently next to her for at least half an hour while she was in her moody mood. So, you know, these are these precious moments when you see... Like, wow, what a kind heart my son has. And I feel like a million bucks. And I feel like I'm so proud to be a mom. Like, my son is so compassionate and with such a strong empathy. So these are like little nuggets, you know, pockets of time that we spend with people we love that really makes life count. Like even sharpening pencils, because it's back to school this week, this Monday. And so on Sunday, everything is last minute. That's me. I keep everything lastminute.com. We've got all the supplies, but I just had to sharpen the pencils. We hit a sharpening pencil party and 100 over pencils to be sharpened. My hands were all black at the end. But all three kids were involved, and my daughter was also involved to help out her brothers to sharpen the pencils. And she made little comments like how she likes the Settler pencils, and only the ones that's made in Germany, and it's green, because it's really high quality, and it doesn't break off, and it's easy to sharpen, and there's wax on the pencils, so you don't get black fingers. So she gets into all the details, and then she's talking about Germany. For all, it's like, you know, it's like... They produce really high-quality stuff and really expensive cars. And I'm like, okay, okay. (laughs) So these are, you know, what makes life so precious. So that's time. Taking time also to allow yourself uh, to be happy. Putting yourself first. You know, it's, um, you know, so much time we're saying yes, yes, yes to everybody else. But... We're not saying yes to ourselves, so we neglect ourselves. We put ourselves at the last of the priority list and put everybody else ahead of us, and that's not right. You know, I think that everybody should prioritize themselves. Yeah, it sounds kind of selfish, right? You're like, whoa, that's really selfish. But it's really doing yourself a favor because if you prioritize yourself um, and... When you're feeling tired, you just sleep, you let yourself rest, and other people can throw whatever commands they want at you, and you're just kind of like, hey, whatever. You know, you're being true to yourself, and your body is going to thank you for it. Because, hey, everyone is only looking out for themselves, quite, quite literally. So if you're there slogging for everyone else, well... Who's going to look out for you, right? You have to look out for yourself, especially as a woman, I think. You know, you have to you have to know how to pamper yourself and, yeah, treat yourself right. And hold yourself in high esteem. Um, 
I, I see that COVID, there's a lot of people are isolated or alone or in the company of very limited group of people. And they might not be the ideal people you want to be with. They're a bit of a energy vampires. So, yeah, it, it erodes your self-confidence, you know, being with energy vampires. So you need to be careful about... You know, what other people say about you or to you isn't necessarily what the truth is. A lot of times when people are saying stuff to you, they're just projecting out their own insecurities at you. So if someone says, oh, you're such a selfish woman, blah, blah, blah. It's because they're feeling like they're selfish. You know, they're they're projecting it out on you. So... You don't have to accept that. You don't need to kick up a big tantrum. You just go like, yeah, whatever. You know, just... It's like, the more you fan the fire, the fire grows bigger. Because the fanning of the fire is like being triggered. So if someone triggers you and you, you know, you let yourself be triggered, you're falling for the trap. And the more you argue, the more the fire gets bigger and bigger. So. The thing to do is just say, no, no thanks, it's not true, and I am in my full integrity, and yeah, I don't accept that. That's super important, to know how to set healthy boundaries, um, and to respect your thoughts, respect your own opinions, and, and stop asking others for validation. Hey, what do you think? Hey, do you like my idea? Hey, do you approve of it? You don't need to ask other people for their opinions and their ideas and their, you know, it's good, for sure. You can ask others for their feedback, their suggestions, but if they're going to stop your show, are you going to stop? Just because someone says, lousy. How easy is it to derail you? So, yeah, if you really love to do something, uh, stop asking for someone else's comments or feedback or approval. Just do it. Again, I see like men are really good at that. Like they like something, they just do it. Women are like, we're a bit more concerned about what society thinks of us, I think. So we're a bit more hesitant, a bit more afraid. Um, so, I mean, see, abundance is about living a rich life, monetarily rich, but also inside you feel full, you feel complete, you feel like, yeah, a sense of achievement, a sense of fulfillment, a sense of satisfaction, it's like you have had this great meal, you know, you cooked it with your own hands, or you partake in that experience, it was not just handed down to you in a silver platter, where you just can't taste, because then it's like, if it was handed down to you in a silver platter, if things were so easy, then it has no taste. You're numb. You don't even feel it. You don't even appreciate it. But when it came out of sweat and blood and you, you fought for it, you believed in yourself, you went against the current, you know, you, you, you pushed hard for your ideas and you got it, then you feel freaking rich. You feel like a million bucks, baby. And, and that can be, hey, walking out of a toxic relationship, you know, 
Bingo! You're worth a million bucks already on the market because you just said no to a big loser who's been pulling your life down. And because of that, you're saying yes to life. You know, it's, it's important to know what you want, right? And, and where's the limit? Otherwise, people and life, I think universe, will always keep throwing shit at you, keep throwing shit at you to see where is your breaking point. When will this person start to say no? And, and believe in what they're meant to do. You know, it's, it's like, so that's why we have trying and testing times. It's, it's, it's to make us stronger. It's to make us sharp. What is it do you want? And what is it you don't want? So don't go chasing after an illusion. First, think about circumstances. What am I doing? Who am I with? Yeah. And do it because you love it. And don't ask others for permission. And don't, you know, don't feel small or anything. Just just do it because you love it. Right? And, and yeah, and stand your ground. Stand your ground. So time and energy. Energy is a huge one. Because, see, energy is, in a way, it's finite. It's very linked to time. We have 24 hours a day. Right? And we have day and night. And so if we burn our energy away on things and people and events that we don't give a hoot about, that really doesn't bring much to our love bank, our joy bank, then it's depleting instead your resources and your time. If you're being in a bunch of people who are super negative and toxic, um, because you feel obliged to, then, well, it erodes. So you might as well say, no, thank you. Yeah, and do something else. Save your time. You know, don't take up offers and say yes to do stuff just because you feel obliged. You feel guilty. You feel like you have to, you know, contribute. <sighs> you have to show your worth. No, you don't. You know, and, and, and think, what is the purpose of doing something? What is it, how is it contributing to my well-being and my happiness? Or is it the contrary? Doing this is actually going to erode my well-being and my happiness. Then don't do it. So be careful of things and events and stuff that we do and the people we're with who are draining our energy and our time. And even, you know, checking Facebook, checking social media, stuff like that. Frivolous activities that we just do to pass time. That is a time waster. Because it's not resourcing your energy. Sometimes it's draining you. Because you see all these people and it's like, well, they have fake lives and they're just posting beautiful pictures of themselves, not the real pictures. It's the ones where they're all super made up. It's not real. And so, you know, be, be careful. I'm just saying that. Time and energy. Instead, spend, some, spend time and energy on being alone, being quiet with your thoughts. Yeah, being out on a walk, you know, 
listening to my podcast. <laughs> yeah, we have to be selective with whom we want to be with, how we want to pass our time, and and when our energy is down, we need to honor that, right? And when we're feeling sad, we got to honor that. Right now, there is like a pill for everything. There's a pill to make you feel happy. There's a pill to make you feel tall. There's a pill to make you lose weight. There's a pill to make you gain weight. There's a pill for every occasion and everything. But truly, our body has the miraculous ability to heal ourselves. But if only if we choose to listen to her. And it can be very painful, that's for sure, to be sitting alone in your sadness, loneliness, fear, uncertainty, anxiety, depression. It it can be pretty daunting. But if we're just kind of like pressing ourselves to move ahead and move up and move on, then somehow or other, we're just lying to ourselves that everything is okay, everything is not fucking okay. We're just not able to say that. Then life becomes a joke. Life becomes tasteless, numb. And what a horrible life it is to be numb. I'm all about confrontation. I'm all about, you know, let's let's dish it out, let's bring it up in the surface. It's it's a hell of a ride, but at least you're bringing your emotions up into the washing machine. There's a lot of spinning and there's a lot of, you know, movement and it's uncomfortable, but this process, this is how you clean your emotions. You bring out your dirty laundry and just clean it. But if we just want to, like, put away our dirty laundry into cupboard and just try to forget it and stuff it away and you know imagine and pretend that everything is okay well it's it's like it'll come back to you at some point right and and you're not solving the issue you're just kind of like okay let's swallow this pill and then pretend that everything's okay and let's move on with life and that's how we develop ulcers and tumors and our body becomes really sick because our body's had it. It's like, if you're not listening to your your mental slate, then let the body show that I'm really sick and tired of being in this body. Because we don't have just our physical body. We have our mental body, our emotional body, our spiritual body. You know, we have, we're all these bodies, but most of the time we're not aligned when we're not aware. So... We live a very fragmented life. You know, we do things that we don't really want to. We say things that we don't really mean. Um, so, so when I think about an abundant life, is someone who's living in his or her full integrity and authenticity and and purpose. Have I found it? I don't know. I think so. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm still in the process of looking for it. But at least I'm aware that I'm looking for it. I know that, hell, it's not work that's going to bring me this this place, you know. And it's not someone who's going to bring me this happy, joyful state either. You know, there's no Prince Charming who's going to come riding in his white 
horse or whatever and sweep me off the ground. Why? Well, because then I'll be chasing after a ghost. You know, that, that, that person will never exist. Who can ultimately make me happy as myself? And why am I putting my life out there to wait for someone to be that person to make me happy? Then that is such a high demand to place on someone you love. It's like, you are the one source of my happiness. Oh my God. Like, bloody, that's stressful to hear. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I have to be your one and all. And, and so it's like scary, man. It's like, yeah, live up to these high expectations or something. So, and, and, and sometimes we think like, oh yeah, if I get this job, everything is going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. If I get this deal, everything's going to be okay. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. If I marry this person, oh my God, my life is going to be so blissful. Everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be so cool. Is it true? Let's just imagine for a second that whatever it is that you're looking for, your dream partner, your dream work, your dream, I don't know, career, ambition, your, the child that you, you know, babies, anything that your heart desires, that you got it, you got it right now. How do you feel? Happy. You feel super elated. Now what? Well, now I can move on with life. Now I can go and do meditation. For me, think about you. <laughs> For me, it's like, yeah, now I'm at peace. This is how I feel. I'm at peace and I can finally pursue what I love. Isn't it ironic? Like if I didn't have this or this or this, then I'm, I'm, I'm not at peace. I'm restless. But once I have what I want or whom I want or whatever, then yeah, then, you know, then I can go and meditate under a tree and gain enlightenment. Everything is okay. I could die, you know, everything is okay. I can let go, everything is okay. Because <laughs> I have this person, this thing, this object, this experience in my pocket, I can let go. I'm at peace. So when I think like that, I go like, okay, so in actual fact, all I'm after is this feeling of surrender, of being able to surrender to life and be completely at peace with life and be completely happy with life and just, you know, be happy to meditate and chill and be in the moment because I have this thing. So why do I need this thing or this person or this experience or this job? You know, makes you wonder, isn't it? It's like what I have, I can have it right here, right now. The moment I decide to say, I surrender, I let go, I got everything I need right here, I'm at peace, you know, then you can cut all that unnecessary, all the years of wanting, chasing, pursuing, grasping, all that energy, 
all that time wasted. And and then that is if you get whatever you think you desire. Because often what happens is once we get something, we're momentarily very peaceful. And then after a while, our insatiable, unsatiable thirst for more makes us want more. So we want another person or we want to climb another mountain or we want another challenging project. You know, and then there we go again. This is samsara, actually. So we're in this samsara, which is called maya, which is actually the world of illusion. That's where we are right now. We're in this beautiful world of illusion. And the reason why we want to be in this illusion, because we want to pretend. Let's pretend to be K. Let's pretend to be Jake. Let's pretend to be Peter. Let's pretend that I'm, I don't know, this girl, this quality, raised in this country by these parents. Let's pretend. So we're really pretending, you know, like we came into this world because we wanted to live this existence. So we manifested this body, we manifested this life. So we want to pretend. So actually, we are so powerful creators. We have everything. We can conjure up everything we want. But then we feel so limited because we forget. The moment you come into samsara, to this realm, this mara, this illusion, you forget your divinity. And then we get pulled down by our own defilements. This chasing, this running, this thirst, this unsatiable thirst, this greed for wanting. And that is not abundance. So, sure, you might have, you know, be a billionaire, be hyper duper duper rich, but you're still mortal, you'll still die, you'll still have to leave all that behind. So on your deathbed, you're thinking, have my life count, you know? And, and I think when, when we think about it that way, you think about, have my life count in terms of moments that you spent in your life when you bonded with people, where you smiled, where you had a great time, where you laughed, where you gave to someone in need, when you were useful, right? When we were being kind. So to answer this question about abundance is when we're being very, when we are altruistic, when we're kind um, and generous and giving and forgiving, you know, giving and forgiving ourselves and others, um, we live already a very abundant life because we're not bitter with life. You know, we're, we're not hankering after life. You know, we're not chopping down trees with this vigor of, you know, this, it's, it's these moha, doda, moha, loha, you know, it's all this, doda is anger, moha is delusion, so loba is greed. So these are the ones that is affecting and clouding our minds that we don't live this full experience. It's 
pulling us away from our true purpose and mission in life, which is so much more. It's really tasting the sweet nectar of love, of the immense spaciousness of the nowness, of the just being, you know. Yeah. Just being, just being, just be in this moment. And um, that is a very, very beautiful existence. So I, I really wish this beautiful existence for you and for me and for as many human beings and non-human beings uh, that roam on this planet. And I wish you a beautiful day. Signing out from Kay and Muffin from Shree's Inner Circle. Big hugs. Love, love.